everybody. This is Rich Sports Talk, broadcasting on SoundCloud, TuneIn Spreaker, and available for download on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us here today. I'm Nolan Rich. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, please reach out at Rich Sports Talk on Twitter, Facebook, and of course using our email, richsportstalk at gmail.com. One story we're going to cover today, for anyone that's listened to the show, you know I'm a fan of the New York Jets. And the Jets, of course, making big news last night by announcing their next head coach. And I wanted to talk about this today because for those of you who have been listening to the podcast and following, you know the way I've been leaning that they should go after and pursue Mike McCarthy. And Mike McCarthy will not coach this year. I'm going to do a whole podcast and an episode coming up about all the coaching hirings in the NFL, my opinions, and why I think the NFL should look to buck a certain trend but that will come up later. The reason I haven't done that podcast yet, I'm waiting for the dust to sell and all these coaching vacancies. There's only two left, so that podcast will be coming in the coming weeks. That could possibly be as early as Monday, so make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss any of that content. So for the New York Jets, my list when I looked at this pool of candidates was the following. Number one was Mike McCarthy. Number two was Jim Caldwell. And People tend to forget people like, oh, Jim Caldwell, he's an overrated coach, to which I reply, you do realize he took the Lions to the playoffs in two or four seasons, had three winning seasons in Detroit in a division with Aaron Rodgers in a typically dysfunctional franchise in the NFL, and is 12 games over 500 as a head coach and an offensive mind. I want to just point something out here, and this is going to be a little bit of a spoiler to what I'm going to talk about on the coaching thing, but everyone's looking for the next Sean McVay, and I have said on this show that Sean McVay is going to get a lot of people fired. Well, he's also getting a lot of people hired, and the only thing I'm going to say about this, this trend about hiring these young coaches is look at who's still in the playoffs this weekend. Did you know that Sean McVay is the only one under 50 years old? And everyone loves Sean McVay. He's a terrific head coach. But I just want to remind you, if he loses to the Cowboys, he will have lost two divisional home playoff games in this career and be 0-2 in the postseason. But I digress. So the New York Jets hire Adam Gase. And man, Twitter and the airwaves in New York exploded. What are the Jets doing This franchise is the same old Jets, dysfunction. How could they do this, especially with Mike McCarthy available? And my first reaction was, yeah, I was a part of that that idea. What are they doing? Why would they do this? And when I really thought about it, I lowered the expectations a little bit. And I said, you know, this isn't the worst hire compared to these other teams. And I had to look at it. I looked at all the other teams, and I'll rank these hirings, but... Right now for the Jets, outside of the Arians firing in uh, Tampa Bay, I think the Jets did pretty well. They're getting a coach with NFL experience and who's an offensive coach for their young quarterback. But I understand why the fan base and why the New York media is frustrated because I want to just point this out there with Mike McCarthy. Now, I'm not really sure what we will ever know why the Jets didn't give McCarthy. Did he want too much control? Well, We'll see if there's any reports about that. Uh, Apparently, the first rumors was that they had a great meeting and that he put his name that he only wanted to coach the Jets. So, but I knew that McCarthy wasn't going to be the Jets coach because they put that he put that out there in the media 
And the longer that dragged on, you could just tell that if the Jets really want him, I think they would have pounced on him a lot quicker. And my thoughts were on the whole situation. And Mike McCarthy, I understand people have been negative about Mike McCarthy, and I just want to say this about him. He's won over 120 games. He has a 62% winning percentage, and he's won six division titles and a Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers. And my favorite thing that people are discrediting for is developing a quarterback. And Adam Gase, the biggest thing that the Jets are selling is that he will develop Sam Darnold. Here's the biggest problem I have with Gase over McCarthy. What quarterback has Gase really developed? Now he's helped quarterbacks. Jake Cutler had his best year under him. Ryan Tannehill looked his best under Gase. I'm not arguing that. And he made Matt Moore successful for the limited run when he was in in Miami. But the biggest thing they always said was, well, Gase was great with Peyton Manning. Well, Peyton Manning's just a great quarterback. You can make someone better, but I don't think a lot of these guys were really developed by Gase. People keep saying, well, Mike McCarthy's out of touch. He can't develop a young quarterback. May I remind you, he helped develop Aaron Rodgers. And he took a lot of heat for this. People seem to have a short-term memory because this was the guy who helped Brett Favre resurrect his career. And when Brett was playing the, well, I'm not sure if I want to come back and play card, McCarthy stuck, stuck with his guns, and he said, look, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. And people in Green Bay gave him flack for it. You can't replace Brett Favre. He's a legend. He's the greatest quarterback we're ever going to have. But McCarthy developed Aaron Rodgers into a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Adam Gase turned the Dolphins into a 23-25 and franchise. There are warning signs, and for people that say Jet fans are clueless, they, they're pretty smart in terms of they can see the difference between Mike McCarthy and Adam Gase. And one of the things I always say about an organization is they shouldn't dictate to the fans. They shouldn't make a decision based on what the fans want. They need to make the best decisions for what they feel is the best pass for the organization. And I give the Jets credit for the Gase hiring in this regard. They didn't make this hiring on public opinion because if they did, it would be Mike McCarthy. And they knew there would be blowback if it wasn't Mike McCarthy, especially after McCarthy let it be known that it was the only job he was considering. And I do think Gase can help Sam Darnold. One of the positives about the Gase signing is it looks like they are looking at Greg Williams, the former Browns head coach and defensive coordinator, and Vance Joseph. Now, collectively as a staff, if they could get Joseph or Williams as the defensive coordinator and Gase as the offensive coordinator and the head coach, I think you would have to agree that the coaching staff as a whole is better than Todd Bowles' staff last season. And it does seem that Sam Darnold really likes Adam Gase and what Adam Gase is selling. But there are a lot of warning flags. Two games under 500, and the biggest stat to me is this team, they never finished above 17th in the NFL in yards or points when Adam Gase was the head coach. And now I know what you can say. Well, the Dolphins didn't give him pieces. They didn't have great players. Well, the Jets don't exactly have great players either. I really like Sam Darnold, and I do think that he will be the franchise quarterback the Jets need. 
But the thing is, the Jets, they have to look at this as a win-now proposition. And that's why I thought McCarthy was the best option because they only have a limited window on this rookie contract. And I can see this. Adam Gase, he has to win. Because Jet fans, they are not going to accept another 5-6 win season. If this team is out of it by November, you're going to see them. They want Adam Gase fired because McCarthy is still out there. And I get that. Because for the last almost a decade, this team, they haven't been playing relevant football in most Decembers. And especially the last couple of years. And they And the fans see... That Darnold is special. I think we can all agree that he has shown us that he can be special. And Jet fans are cynic because there's always this feeling that somehow the Jets are going to mess this up. And it feels like this is such a Jet move because a Super Bowl winning coach wants to be your head coach and you go with Adam Gase. Now, I'm hoping that Gase can be great. If Gase develops Sam Darnold... This defense is better under Joseph or Williams, both of which who have had coaching experience. And I think the better, the more great minds you can get in a room, especially on a football team and in a coaching staff, the better. But if he doesn't win and this team is 5-11, and 11, I would not be shocked if they gave him the axe next year if this season goes bad. Because right now the Jets, they have to realize this fan base is becoming disinterested. They are becoming disinterested. Last year, they had something. They have Sam Darnold. People want to see Sam. But if this team continues to be irrelevant in the second half of the season, season ticket holders, they're not going to keep buying those tickets. And I would love to see the figures of how many people will buy tickets or sell tickets after this Adam Gase hiring. And I know people have been bashing Adam Gase. And I can see why. And I'm one of those people that I look at this and I say, look, he's not my number one choice. Would he be my top three choice? Well, probably. I I think he's better than some of these other coaches that for somehow, and this is the other thing that I think drove Jet fans nuts, is that the Baylor head coach, there's reports that they were considering him but that they wanted to pick his his staff, and he said no. Now, I don't think we'll ever get a full answer, but I'm amazed how we're seeing Cliff Kingsbury and some of these college coaches being considered how you can have a losing record in college but be considered for an NFL head coaching job. And one of the jobs I think will be that doesn't help the Jets situation with this hiring too is what's happened in Tampa Bay with Bruce Arians being hired. Because I think Jet fans see that as a veteran coach who has helped develop quarterbacks go to a team. And if Tampa does really well next year and the Jets struggle, that's all you're going to hear. Well, Bruce Arians, look what he's doing in Tampa Bay. We could have had Mike McCarthy. Instead, we sell for Adam Gase. And it's alarming because Jet fans, they've been, they're being so, well, I think this is a guy that beat the Jets five out of six times. Well, Okay, if you take that out, he's 18 and 24 against the rest of the NFL field. And I do think he did have a quarterback situation, and he will have a better quarterback situation with the Jets and Sam Darnold. I agree with that. I do think he's going to have a lot of cap space, but this 
I said it before, and I will say it again. This is a crucial crossroads for the New York Jets franchise because they have the third pick, because they're going to have $100 million in cap space. This is going to be a crucial offseason where they can set this team up to be successful for the next decade or they can continue to set it back for the next five or six years. Because you have to take advantage of Sam Darnold's rookie contract. You have the cap space. And more importantly, it's about getting the right people in this locker room. I mean, do they go out and get a Le'Veon Bell? Maybe. Do they not because of the character issue? That's something they're going to have to consider. And I know that in the New York media and for Jet fans, this was not a popular hire. And I understand why. And I would be remiss if I said, look, I agree with this hiring because Mike McCarthy would be my number one head choice too. I do think that you hope Adam Gase can get it done, and I do think he can help Sam Darnold, but I think he's going to have a shorter leash than a lot of these other Jet coaches because I think Todd Bowles got a long leash with the Jets, and I like Todd Bowles, and I think he'll be very successful in Tampa Bay as the defensive coordinator again, and I will not be shocked if Todd Bowles gets another head coaching job down the road. However, with Adam Gase, if this team does not get off to a good start, if they are two and four, two and five out of the gate, you are going to be hearing the calls for his job because Jet fans, they're going to say, well, Mike McCarthy's on a couch somewhere. Mike McCarthy's on a couch somewhere. We could have had him. Instead, we have Adam Gase, and we're still a losing team. I do think his personality, even though it's not great with the media, to me, like I, one of those people, I know that's a big talking point is, well, how will he handle the media in New York? I don't really care how the coach handles the media. I care more about how he handles his team. And the reports that some of the players in Miami did not want him to come back is alarming to me. But he also is a very abrasive coach. With a lot of discipline, this team lacked discipline. I think that was the big selling point for the rest of the team was how undisciplined they were under Todd Bowles. And could you say McCarthy, and could some of the criticism be that his system now is a little simplified and isn't as advanced as some of these other offensive systems? Yes. But right now for the Jets, I think that McCarthy would have been the safer option. Could he maybe have just been a double option instead of a home run? Maybe. But Adam Gase could be a grand slammer. It could be a strikeout. There's a lot more variation with this hiring because you don't know what's going to happen and you don't know how Gaze is going to do. And you know the fan base, they're not going to give him any leeway. You know, I think they gave Todd Bowles a little leeway because of that first 10-win season and this this team was in a rebuild mode and people could see that. But going into next year, they're going to say, you have a young, talented quarterback. You're going to have $100 million in cap space. You're going to have the number three pick in the draft. If this team doesn't win eight or nine games and is competitive in December, I'm not saying they have to make the playoffs, but if they are out of it like they were this year in November, this fan base is going to turn on Gase and want him fired. Now, the Jets gave Todd Bowles... They let him coach out the end of the season. They gave him all the time in the world. But I think that leash is going to be shorter. And I will say this with Mike McCarthy. I do think we will see him back. You know, it could be interesting because of his family. He might enjoy the family life and decide, you know, I've done everything I want to do in coaching. But if he still has that urge, I, I do see him coming back. And I can see him being successful again. 
And oh, by the way, the New York Jets may have opened up a great opportunity for Mike McCarthy. All I'm saying is, if Pat Shermer doesn't do well with the Giants again next year, don't be surprised if you see the New York Giants go after Mike McCarthy because he feels like he could be a coach of the New York Giants. And I know that's a nightmare situation for Jets fans, and they've been burned by former coaches before, like Bill Belichick, but it could happen. Now, once again, I will say this. I said if I had to list the coaches I would want, Gase would probably be third or fourth on my list. Mike McCarthy would have been one, Jim Caldwell two, and I, I'm still amazed at both of them. Both of them don't have jobs because of the jobs. That, I mean, apparently you need a losing record in college football gets you hired as an NFL head coach and not a winning record in a Super Bowl ring. In McCarthy's case or a winning record in Caldwell's case gets you a job in the NFL. But I digress. So my thoughts, I I think that this will be good for Darnold's development. That's going to be the selling point. If Darnold plays well next year, then Gase is going to be a home run. It, that's the biggest thing. If this, if he can help Sam Darnold reach his potential, and I do think you've seen quarterbacks play better under Gase. Now this notion that he's developed quarterbacks, I think, is false because. Show me the development. I've seen him help improve quarterbacks, but not develop a young quarterback. I, I do think if he can help Darnold, then this is what they brought him in, is to help Sam Darnold. If Darnold regresses or doesn't play well next year, especially if this team doesn't play well, you know this fan base will turn on him quickly. And I said this before. Ownership should not make moves based on what the fan base necessarily wants. But in this situation... I think that they have to realize that they have to get this right. And if they feel confident with Gase, so be it. But if it does not go well, this fan base, they will be ready to turn quickly on this head coach because you had a Super Bowl winning coach available who wanted the job. And you gave it to Adam Gase. I'm, I think Gase can work. I think you've seen it in Miami. There's been flashes and he was Sean McVay as an offensive coordinator before Sean McVay. I, I do think there is upside with him as a head coach. Uh, I, I did like a couple of things he did with Miami. Look, I understand the car the quarterback carousel with all the injuries he had to deal with in Miami. And I, I get all that. And I understand where people are coming from who say, well, you know, he when Tannehill was healthy, look what he did with Tannehill. And okay, I can understand that. And that's great. And I do think if he brings in Vance Joseph or Greg Williams that as a collective staff, they will be a better coaching staff than last year. But there's not going to be a lot of leeway with this coaching hire because the fan base is not happy with it, the vast majority of it. I don't think the media loves this hiring. And more importantly, they don't have excuses because I said they have the high pick, they have the cap space, they have a rookie quarterback under contract. I think the expectations are, I don't think even necessarily playoffs. Be competitive. Be in the playoff race late in the season. I think that's the goal for the Jets. And I think Gase, if he can help Darnold, then this could possibly be one of these underrated hirings. Maybe just didn't work out in Miami because of his personality with the front office. And you hope maybe now in his second chance he's learned a couple of things from that first stop. I mean, it's not the worst hiring the Jets could have made. I I, I still will never get why 
Cliff Kingsbury got the job in Arizona. But I, I it's not the worst hiring. I, I think that the Jets could have done better. I think collectively the staff will be okay. But the big thing with Gase is he's got to win games and he's got to develop Sam Darnold because this fan base, they're not going to give him leeway. This isn't a three-year rebuilding process where you're going to give the coach three years. This is, okay, hit the ground running. If this coach is 4-12, 5-11 the first year, you know there's going to be calls for his head after one year because the optics of this are bad because they say he's an offensive genius, but offensively, statistically, his team is barely out of the bottom of the league in terms of points or yards. Last year, 31st in points. And most importantly, you look at this hiring, it's a division rival fired this coach he was sub 500 for his career and now you've brought him in the optics and i understand the optics are bad they are not good optics for this hiring but if they feel convicted that this guy can help develop their young quarterback and make him into what they believe he can be and that he's grown as a head coach because he's still young he's only 40 years old and they feel that he can put together a good staff because it looks like I always say this with the offensive coaches. You see how Matt Nagy worked in Chicago, but he also had a great defensive coordinator who just got the Denver job. You can have a great offensive coordinator, but you need to have a good defensive coordinator if you're the offensive guy. And looking at the two Jets possibilities with Greg Williams or Vance Joseph, I think that collectively as a staff, they will be better than they were as a coaching staff last year on both sides of the ball. And that, to me, will be huge. But this fan base, the optics are you signed a sub-500 coach when a Super Bowl winning coach with 62% winning percentage in his career said publicly he wanted the Jets job, and you said no. Gase has to hit the ground running because if he doesn't get off to a fast start, this team's out of it by November, it's going to get ugly in New York. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us. Once again, I'm going to do my a review of all the head coaching hirings, just waiting until Miami makes their decision and go over every hiring, including how Cliff Kingsbury might be a little unconventional with that first overall pick and how that could affect the draft, of course. We'll talk about all that and draft process just about to get underway. We'll have mock drafts coming out throughout the spring. So if you love NFL draft talk, make sure to stick it here. And listen, well, of course, we'll keep talking about the NFL. Fourth and goal next week after the divisional round and my picks for the division coming up last week, 4-0. So you, if you want to figure out who I'm picking this weekend, make sure to stay tuned. Like and subscribe to Rich Sports Talk. But until next time, I'm Nolan Rich. Thank you so much for joining us.